I mean, you look at some of the most honored characters in the Bible and you have, you know, Paul who murdered Christians and Moses who murdered an Egyptian and all of the rest of the crew that had their time in the wilderness Mm -hmm. controlled by your pain and your, and your lust and your um, ego. And uh, it just goes to show like, if you're out there and you haven't been to church and you don't like church, you think it's, it's a, it's a patriarchal, you know, power um, uh, organization to control, you know, governments and control money. And like, there's obviously that side of life where people are going to mess everything up. Right. We, we pollute everything with our nature mm-hmm. and in some ways, we also have a lot of good in our nature, but yeah. a lot of bad too. Don't think that it's just you that, that feels that way and that, that thinks those things. And we both went through all that. All of the great men that we've had the chance to um, interview and hopefully women at some point here soon, they've all shared their own struggles and doubts and mm-hmm. darknesses. And uh, sometimes the people who end up closest to Christ are the ones that have had the most darkness mm-hmm. in their life and in their heart and the most struggle and the most like pain, you know, really. So I guess my point is with, uh, we all need guidance and this is the place for it. Oh, well, yeah. the kingdom's the place for, for sure. It. I'm pumped about it. Especially because like there is such a sense of the renewed sense of, and spirit of the entrepreneur. Yeah. Like, it right. Is just Good point. Blown up. Yep on social media and just in the world in general like yeah it's all it's it's weird because we hear it a lot and we're around entrepreneurs so there seems like there's like this big elite group of people yeah everyone who i hear is like oh i'm starting a business right or i'm doing this (laughs) right and you're like we can't all be entrepreneurs (laughs) yeah we we can't all be there's There's, no way there's gonna (laughs) who's working for who like (laughs) (laughs) who's who's working for who man right like you're your whole family's entrepreneur. Like, okay. So like, I, I think the opportunity here is to bring um, some clarity to like, if you're going to do that, how do you do it as a Christian? Right. And how do you maintain your, uh, maintain your Christian walk and not at the expense of growing a business, whether you have a family or whether you're single, like the two should be meshed together right? and you really need them. And so this is a great place, Wealthy Kingdom, for people to come in and be like, okay, one, I'm in a select group of people who are truly trying to live for Christ. Right. And they're entrepreneurs. And then how do we do it? Right. What do we do? How do we give back? Because I believe the church will advance a lot more when we're able to get this group of people mm. to really buy in, not to the vision of their local church house, which is great, mm. but they need to buy into the vision that God has for their life. Right. And the role specifically, yes, that mm. they play in that as an individual, then in their gifting as an entrepreneur. Right. And then that should be funneled right back into the local church to be able to bring people in, to be able to fund whatever it is right. that your that your pastor is trying to do. Like, from Wealthy Kingdom, I truly believe when people are like, we need a gymnasium yeah. so that our kids can have summer camp. Right. We're going to write a check for it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be like, here you go. Yeah. That's the long-term goal, for sure. For sure. To like, really make an impact yeah, in that way. Like, go back to your church and give. Yep. 
there should be no reason why uh, a church has multiple multimillionaires. Yeah. And they're struggling, struggling to be able to do kids camp in the summer. Right, right. Because they can't buy enough water bottles and sack lunches for the yeah, kids. Yeah, right. And you literally just were on Instagram talking about, man, I just closed this, <laughs> yeah. this 600 door mm-hmm. uh, rental condo complex and I'm about to make six million dollars yeah, praise right. god yeah and your yeah. pastor is like dude we just want like two, a two, week's two, worth ten, of sack bucks. lunches yeah. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, the yeah, kids yeah, and you're sitting in the back of the church like I guess that's not for me it's yeah. like what the what separation of your life and your finances from your faith is something that i think what, what's a uh what's the number you might know this Money is mentioned in the Bible more than any other subject. I don't know the number, but it's it's like it's a it's lot. Hot. It's a lot more than people think. Yeah, yeah. And you know that's another tool that, um, you know, the author of chaos would use to keep you from entertaining uh, the reality of of the Holy Spirit and Christ and what faith can do for you and what mm-hmm. faith in Christ can do for you. A, a tool of chaos or you know the enemy would be to say oh it's all about money oh it's all about consolidating power and money like i said before and that i've seen that turn off more people to even entertaining a conversation with god you know even just like hey god like i'm in some pain like can you show me something the skepticism of the financial side of the church keeps people from being able to open up their yeah. And I just want to say, like, I used to feel that way. Mm-hmm. I did. I was like, eh. Like, I think a lot of it would go away if the church would just repent and say, you know what? There have been moments where we have been wrong right. on multiple levels about how we communicate mm-hmm. the relationship that you should have with money and how God feels about you and your money. Right. Like, we should just say we're sorry. Yeah. And be like, all right, now that we've apologized, let's move on. Like, right. I think it's okay to come back and be like, you know, we were wrong for telling you that you were going to hell because you were rich. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, we went way too extreme. Yes. And and that we glorified like being poor. Like the guilt trip. Yeah, but we, were, but we were also wrong in telling you that if you give us all this money, God's going to bless you with a Porsche. Right. The prosperity stuff. Yeah. It's like, because like, I'm very much like. I believe in God wanting his people to prosper. I don't think that makes me like the prosperity. Like I I don't know the gospel is, it should be prosperous. Yeah. Look at all the stories. Right. But it doesn't mean that you're going to, it doesn't mean that prosperity equals a number in your bank account or how many transactions. It's, it's not that like somebody got to be rich in here to be able to fund these things. Right. There is an aspect of like, Many people, many families bringing what they have together mm-hmm. and God blessing it. But I also think, especially because we live in America, there's just opportunity mm-hmm. for people to be rich. If you go to if you go to Harvard and you become a, a neurosurgeon, yeah. you're going to be a millionaire. Yeah, period. I don't think God's mad at you right. because you have a job. Right. It's going to pay you millions of dollars. Exactly. I don't think you he have thinks, a gift yeah. to have that job in the first place. Your heart's with your money. No, yeah. I just did brain surgery. Right. And it pays me what it pays me. Right. I think that's okay. And especially for entrepreneurs, like 
our job is to go make money mm -hmm. so that we can grow businesses right. and employ people by the very nature of what we do and take care of people money, serve people yes money That's is entrepreneurship. A, That's a business key, yeah it's a key thing in That's what, what we do be. and so it's like how do we tear down that wall of mm -hmm. because of skepticism it, it's an attack on you as an entrepreneur yeah basically you walk through the door of a church as a business leader, especially if you're successful, mm -hmm. you walk through the church and you instantly feel attacked because the very thing that you are blessed with the ability to be able to grow and capitalize mm -hmm. on, which is money, is brings judgment. Yeah. Or some sort of negative connotation. Someone just looks at you and you're like, oh, you're rich. Right. It's like, what? Yeah. And then we stand there on stage and it's like, well, we're going to take up an offering. It's like, so wait a minute. God has given me the ability to make money. Mm-hmm. I finally get into church. You tell me how my heart is in money because I'm making money. And then you ask me for money. It's like the guilt method. <laughs> hey, like, you should feel guilty for all that money you got. So, and you should so give, it, give to it, it to me. So we have it. And then that'll be better. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like, no, you instead have. of a faith based giving where it's like, yeah, maybe your heart isn't with your money, mm -hmm. but your money is a good indication of where your heart is. 